One nothing raised the pitch. Swing and a high fly ball. Deep right center field. Siri at the wall. And it's gone. Mitchell looks for 70. <laughs> a sight to behold. He can't stop smiling, Brad. He was playing just fantastic <laughs> basketball. Here it comes. A swing and a liner back up the middle base hit into center. Here comes Quan. Here comes Rosario. The Guardians win. Are you ready? For the We Like Sports podcast, stay tuned and hear the latest on what the crew has to say regarding the latest sports topics nationally and locally. Make sure to check out WeLikeSportsPC.com and to subscribe on all podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at WeLikeSportsPC. And welcome to the We Like Sports Show. I'm your host, Ed in Columbus, with my co-host, Keith Allen. How's it going, my guy? What's good? What's good? It's going so far so good today. It's sunny. For a change. For a change. Because <laughs> it's been dreary and it was cold as what this morning. Oh. Yeah, yeah. we're sunny in, in the in the capital city in the Buckeye State, doing real good down in Columbus. Had a big weekend, obviously, with the Ohio State Buckeyes taking out the Penn State Nittany Lions. And then yesterday we had our Cleveland Browns defeat the Indianapolis Colts. We'll have a special guest on to talk about that game in a short bit here. But uh, you know, I want to get your yeah, I would say how many hours after, more than 24 hours, but uh, maybe 28 hours, 29 hours after. Keith, how you still feeling after that game yesterday in Indy? A win is a win, and I'm sticking to it. That's right. As we spoke yesterday on the Locked on Sports 216 post-game special that yes. we had yesterday, we we, we went into that, into that where we're going to celebrate, have a victory Sunday, victory roll into victory Monday. But Keith, if you actually go back and, and, and review the tape like Hugh Jackson would say, we did a lot of complaining. <laughs> we did a lot of complaining. That's okay. We love yeah. the Browns. We love the Browns. That's okay. We did. But you know what? I say, I say, yeah, we did a little complaining, but at the same time, you see where this can go if they make the right moves. Because exactly. honestly, think about you see where this can go if they make the right moves. I just we'll, say that we'll, we'll get into that, but I'll tell you what is the right move right now. We'll hit, get into some housekeeping. Shout out to Peyton Vance because if I don't do it, he'll get really mad at me. I don't want to do that. So shout yes, out to sir. Vince. But you know, hey, check out Dubby, our new partner and sponsor. Uh, you want an energy drink that you can mix at home that doesn't give you the jitters or make you crash because nobody wants that. If so, then try Dubby. These products have no calories, no sugar, no maltodextrin. Like I said, I don't know what that is, but that's a good thing. They don't have it. No fillers and no artificial colors. W has great flavors such as Dragonade, Galaxy Grenade, Beach and Peach, and Dub Sludge. Like I said, that's a dub right there. So head on over to W.GG. Use the coupon code We Like Sports to get 10% off your order. So you want to check that out. Also, uh, one of our sponsors is Official League. Head over there to add Official League. Get a cool cap like that. This hat right here is uh, commemorating the uh, – uh, Sandlot teams of Cleveland in the 1970s. So uh, shout out okay. to the, some truckers, 70 champions. Like I said, they give a champion a champion's hat. Makes sense to me. And then also head on over to the Snooze You Lose podcast. Uncle Joe, the Black Bookie, he'll get you set Sunday with your Snooze You Lose pick of the week. Uh, like I said, who doesn't want to add more coin to their man purse? I, I know myself. It's always good bang for the buck. And uh, Uncle Joe, the Black Bookie on the Snooze You Lose podcast, he'll get it done for you. And also, you want a uh, protein a product, go and head on over to tightnutrition.net. Uh, 
and uh, backslash we like sports they'll they'll get you hooked up there so there you go there's our housekeeping for the uh for the show and uh peyton vince uh, shout out to you and uh what's up it's your boy uncle joe the black bookie don't go anywhere as you're listening to the we like sports podcast once the show is over tune in and subscribe to the snooze or lose podcast available on all streaming platforms our show is a sports and a sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be win together lose together so tune in and like I always say snooze you lose what's going on we like sports podcast fans we wanted to take the time to tell you about our great friends at sideline sports bar and grill sidelines is known to have the best wings in the cleveland area with over 30 different wing flavors including our favorite the spicy honey blast sidelines also has their steak special every wednesday all day for only nine dollars you get a perfect eight on strip steak served with your choice of a baked potato or fries with a side salad with the dressing of your choice this great deal is for dining only stop in to see our friends at sideline sports bar and grill at 1165 pearl road in brunswick ohio again that's 1165 pearl road in brunswick ohio or give them a call for takeout at 330-220-0888 330-220-0888 sideline sports bar and grill for nights you never remember but the friends you'll never forget you know but i also want to try something too so uh shout out to peyton because you know we are definitely uh, moving on up on the we like sports show uh, we're getting a little bit of, um, you know, uh, production value. So, uh, and with that, um, you know, that's always a good thing. And, uh, you know, Keith, do you hear that? Do you hear that? I hear something in the background. Okay. Well, check this out. This is Eddie Columbus with your We Like Sports. Breaking news. Do, 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 do. The NBA regular season tips off this Tuesday, and that means the national consumption of weed smoking should be higher. Who but the NBA could have a Tuesday mid-January matchup between the Rockets and Blazer be so lit? <laughs> Bill Belichick recorded his 300th win this past Sunday, while Michigan football remained undefeated, and the Astros are one game away from another World Series. Okay, whoever said they would prefer to fail with honor than to win by cheating is a loser. <laughs> and finally, the Cleveland Browns won another game this week with some assistance by the referees. As a Browns fan, I don't feel bad or think the wins are tainted because to date, the NFL referees still owe Cleveland 6,776 calls until it evens out. Go Browns. This is Eddie Columbus with your We Like Sports. <laughs> you know, that, felt, that felt good a little production value but i will say one thing i had to at the end i had to do it myself the pipes you know peyton was like oh save the voice save the voice i gotta at least get one in there so shout out to peyton vince for putting that out there that's good stuff right there so i guess that we're yes, moving sir. On oh okay and so well like i said we got some time uh before our, our guest should appear here but um okay i guess what i want to get into is you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get it from the Browns perspective a little bit uh, before we hit up the Colts perspective. But um, so <laughs> he's having his MRI. You already know what that perspective going to be. Yeah, well, we already know. Well, we do know what that perspective is going to be, but we're going to try to be. Try we, to be. Were yeah, we were robbed. We were robbed. I'll say one thing. Doesn't it feel better to be on the side that doesn't get robbed? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I'll okay. take it. Well, well, word word is Deshaun Watson's having his MRI today. I don't think there's been any official word from the Browns. We might not get one till tomorrow. Um, like I said, Kevin Stefanski says uh, Deshaun Watson's day to day. Is he going to be day to day for um, probably the rest of the season? 
Remember what we said yesterday? Well, let, it, let the audience know because, you know, we, we'll rehash that right there. Because <laughs> On Lockdown Sports 216, I told Ed that he might not be available for a while, if not the rest of the year. That's some nuggets right there. That's 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 heavy. That's that, he that, might that, not for real. That, that's that's wow. Okay, realistically, so that, realistically, if you're looking at it, that arm injury, usually with a slight tear, that's like a four month healing injury. Micro tears and, and that, you know, yeah, with that micro word micro tears that could be. I mean, obviously that's multiple tears. Little you know and you know yes. so that that's, that can't be good. That's like death by a thousand cuts, thousand mini cuts. <laughs> you know, I, I'm very dainty, and, and every time people talk about paper cuts, it really freaks me out a little bit. So, <laughs> and the thing was is, if I and I ain't gonna lie, I don't pay attention to detail for Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but when I seen him throw that first pass, that pass to Kareem Hunt, that just like he had alligator hands or whatever, it's like he was shot putting the ball. And I looked at that ain't look right. Well, and I said to myself, where they come from on Thursday and Friday saying he was looking good, throwing the ball with velocity and zip. Yeah. I was like, Mm-mm. they did say now they did say that and in, in all on social media, the Browns were putting out videos of Deshaun Watson that you know makes you know, and rightfully so. I, I understand that you gotta make the fans happy and it is an entertainment business, but those passes he was throwing in oh. practice did not look like the five passes he threw in the beginning of, of the Colts no, game before he got sure hurt. Didn't. So something going on. <laughs> something going on. And I'm telling you, the way he was throwing, it was like he was trying to compensate. For this arm. And it didn't look right. Even when he threw the one pass that got picked off, it was like that. It it, it was. Wasn't looking good. It was not looking good. It wasn't looking good at all. But I'll tell you what, what what is looking good. We got our guests on right now. I see him over there. So we'll welcome him in right now. And uh, from the Colts perspective, what's up, my guy? What's up, Kev? Hey, Ed, how we doing? Thank you guys for having me. Uh, What's up, uh, Kev? How we doing? Th- how you doing? Doing better than good. me. How you better doing? than well, that's what I was going to say, better than you. But uh, yeah, I, 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 when, hey, Kev, uh, we've been on that boat before. <laughs> yep. So let everyone, let the audience know who you are. I got some stuff on the bottom. I got that scrolling down there. But uh, shut yourself out. I'm always for plugging people and and, and promoting because that's what we do in this business, and we like to help those out as well. So uh, yeah, tell us, tell the audience who you are, what you do, and who you do it for. Wow. Well, thank you so much for putting that on the bottom there. That is, uh, I really appreciate that. So uh, I am Kev Nevik. You can find me on Twitter at Kev Nevik underscore. So I, I do a few different things. I talk NBA Thursday nights on Bite Size Sports on the Bounce with a a Titans fan of all things, if you guys can believe it. We managed to coexist. Uh, also run a Colts podcast over there, Bite Size Sports. And I'm part of the Horseshoe Pride group. So I talk Colts uh, once or twice a week, and I usually do live commentary during the Colts game. So, unfortunately, uh, certain Colts fans got to watch me live and die 
Sunday afternoon. And, and other than that, I call pay-per-views for Carnage Media, MMA, kickboxing, boxing, all that kind of stuff. So I love that. I'm having a great time. We'll have to talk that. about UFC 294 that happened this past weekend a little bit. Uh, I saw that a little bit. So we'll, we'll go into that. But I see something in the background. And it's, it's not the Notre Dame thing hanging because <laughs> eh, I'm an Ohio State fan. But oh. I see you have something, a Columbus crew. Are you a big crew fan? I am. I, no, I am. Okay. So, all right. Okay. You're Ed in Columbus. I'm Kevin Columbus. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, unfortunately, as you probably know, with the uh, full coverage NBA, NFL, I am not as ingrained with the crew as I used to be, especially I used to live by the old stadium. So, we're oh, talking okay. Okay. Tailgate oh, okay. constantly. So, was a big time Nordec member in my okay. day. So, okay. I still. I still carry it for them. You know, I, I I don't watch as much MLS as I as I would want to. Well, now they have it on Apple, the way they got MLS and stuff like that. It's not really conducive to the average fan anymore, and I hope MLS can figure something out. I, I, I mean, the, the coverage and everything, it took away from the local, and, it, and it's kind of like they want that national thing, and I, I'm not a big fan of that. I say keep it back to local. I like what the Phoenix Suns owner's doing by putting all their games on just regular TV. That's that, with, the, with the commercials and everything they're doing like that, they don't need any more money. Get it to the fans. Get the product out to the masses, and, and I I think you grow your brand that way, but all right, enough of that. <laughs> Retweet. Let them not be able to make a deal with the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay, so you're a big Colts fan. We obviously had the yeah. Browns and the Colts yesterday. Uh, what are your takes of, of that game? And believe me, you have every right to complain as a Browns <laughs> fan who's been screwed by the Zebras many times. Look, I don't think Donovan Peoples-Jones was ever going to catch that, even if he was 20 feet tall. And uh, so, so what are your thoughts about, about that and, and where the Colts go from here? And, and educate our, our the We Like Sports audience and everything about the Indianapolis Colts because, you know what, I'll be honest with you, I, I like the Colts. I, I like your. I like Lucas uh, Oil Stadium, and yeah. I, I think Cleveland needs to build something like that. But, uh, yeah, go, go ahead. Let, let, let's talk Colts football here. You guys, hopefully you guys stay away from the retractable roof because uh, Mr. Irsay just loves to keep that roof open. I don't get it. I don't know how cold it has to be for him to close it, but, you know, it's a beautiful facility. I do love it. As far as the game yesterday, uh, well, I just had to put my foot in my mouth. I have this one as 1917 Browns going into the weekend. I thought you guys were going to win this game. Um, but I didn't think it was going to go like that. Um, but no, when it comes to those, pl- I'll, I'll address the obvious part first, right? Okay. The, the calls. Okay. I agree. I, I heard some hilarious things, you know, do you think Victor Wembenyama would catch that pass with a, <laughs> would Dwight Clark on a ladder catch that pass? <laughs> so, uh, while I do agree with that, and I think the one before that, the illegal contact is just kind of difficult because I never got to see a bird's eye view of here's when the fumble took place as opposed to right, when that contact yeah. happened. Right. So it's like, ah, oh, yeah, that one stings. Cause that play happens it's game over right the exactly have recovered right. that football we're on the stream thinking holy crap how did we win this game uh had no business and that's and that's kind of where i'm leading away from what people might expect which is where you know i, I want to blame everything on the refs you know uh, played this sport and m- more of basketball in my day and the one okay. thing coaches always taught me was don't put it in the zebra's hands yeah. <laughs> do not give them the opportunity to take the game from you, right? Dude, we must have played on the same basketball. I know, Kev, I wanna, 
because I heard the same thing when I was in high school. The only thing I want to say about that is, okay, I don't even know if that's Is that even humanly possible? Because think about this. If the NFL games, most of them, 25% are three points or less in between. So when they say that, it's, you know, don't put it in the zebra's hands. These games are so close. If if it's a one-possession game, and especially with a fumble that would have ended it, how, how can you never not put it in their hands because these games are too close? So basically, you always have to be up by two scores not to do that. I think that's almost <laughs> yeah. impossible to, 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 well, to do. And, uh, you know, that old adage of don't leave it into their hands. I don't know if that's even – I don't know. But well, to in, me a that, way, in a way, it's ahead, possible, Ed. Because if they stop the Browns on the third and long at the Browns 20 and P.J. Walker couldn't hit the backside of anybody's ass with the ball, <laughs> but somehow he completed a pass to Elijah Moore, I mean – you got a point. <laughs> Little got things a too, point. like the uh, that third down punt from PJ Walker. That yeah, I love uh, that punt. That we... That's what I said. It was a punt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that our DB came down with, which again, the heads up play there is Let's knock yeah. it down, knock that ball down, make them punt. Maybe, right. maybe we get coffin cornered, but we're gonna make you do it, right? We're not gonna. It's, just yeah, and even give if you coffin that. cornered it, like I said, it's still from the two yard in. It, it really puts the air of of the punter. I mean, come on, Borhorkis is good, but I don't know. I'll take my chance is that at least it's three yards or off. Exactly, and right? A, and it was another play. When Miles Garrett was turned into Superman when the Colts was literally in the shadow of their own goal line. Yeah. yeah yes, man. the was it the was it the strip, the strip sack, sack, I believe, yes. where the there were sack. three different Indianapolis Colts. So Ogletree did his job on the chip, in my opinion. I'm not really mad at him about that. Uh, right tackle. Uh, Freeland probably should have at least extended his arms to, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you got to make Garrett at least, if all he takes is two extra steps to get yeah, around, right, him, exactly. you have yeah. to make him do that right now. Uh, but, and, and then there was our boy fries on two of the, the big strap uh, sack fumbles. Will fries was kind of on a swivel and not in the good kind, like on the basketball court, you know, he was, <laughs> he had no one to block and he was looking around. And that was unfortunate. So in those two plays, that one specifically, we had three guys that couldn't account for Miles Garrett. So at halftime, I'm complaining about the scheme where uh, one of our Mm -hmm. co-hosts correctly calls to me, says, Kev, I don't know if it's going to matter what you scheme. If you've got three guys assigned to Miles Garrett and none of them block him, I get, you know, at at a certain point, you got to you got to get you got to execute what's being called. So it's stuff like that where I there's other play calls. So conversely, when the Colts forced a turnover. And then just very, very flaccid play calling, you know, three and out. You start the ball almost at the 40-yard line. You basically just need a first down to at least get three, and you don't even do that. And what's worse is I think you just ran it. You ran it up the middle twice, and then you threw a screen pass to Mo Alley-Cox, which I'd love Mo Mm -hmm. Alley-Cox. Will Mallory is on this team. Uh, Zach Moss, Jonathan Taylor. Moss was doing – Moss was – he's vegan. He's – yeah, Josh yeah. Downs had a huge de- – there's yeah. just – Mo Ali cox is about the sixth or seventh guy you should be throwing a screen pass to on third and long. Um, and so just little things like that where as much as I want to say, wow, we had that one and it got taken from us, it's just like, well, you know, and that's where, you, you know, you're not wrong, Ed, when you say well, all these games are close. How can you mm-hmm. not put it on the refs? I think it's just more of like the – if you get into letting the refs bail you out and not holding yourself accountable right. for what you right. did – and that's what I hope the Colts are doing. I know my Twitter feed has been uh, like that meme where he just says, this is fine and everything's on fire. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, right. Everything's <laughs> fine. Everything's fine. Don't worry. Right. We're good. 
But as far as this team goes, right, I, I mean, I predicted this Colts team to win six games this year, six, maybe yep. seven. Hmm. Um, they've really – they've gone from a team that couldn't protect a lead in the fourth quarter that's come back twice to force two overtimes. They were in this game to the very end. They're they're a young team that that fights hard that now has to wait for their rookie quarterback. For I was next gonna, I want, I'm glad you mentioned Anthony Richardson because here here's my knockout of him coming mm. out of Florida. His pr- completion percentage was like Eli Manning asked basically 53 54 percent or whatever like that. What okay? What has it been since he's been in Indianapolis? Why is because he looked like of the rookie quarterbacks, him and C.J. Stroud look like the two best ones. Now, it's a shame that he went down because we don't get to see him. And look, me being a Browns fan, but I'm also an NFL fan, and, and I love to see these young rookie quarterbacks come in. I do think he has a bright future, but what, what, what how, how has he become so much better than what most pundits had thought he was going to be? Because it, it, it did look like he was head and shoulders, him and C.J. Stroud, above the other rookie quarterbacks. Like, all of a sudden, he, he can complete passes and, and things like that. So tell, tell, tell the audience, like, what, what is it the offense tailored towards him? Is it him just – becoming more of a man what, what what is it about anthony richardson that i think he's going to be a good quarterback in this league it's uh it's a great question because you, those concerns i had them too the big stat that stuck out to me coming out of college 25 percent, one out of every Ooh. four throws with a clean pocket were uncatchable um we talked about uncatchable passes oh. a little while ago so right, we'll right tape you. if you want to hear my thoughts on that but yeah so one of every four throws in a clean pocket ar was not uh connecting to was throwing an uncatchable pass so i was very concerned with the accuracy uh but we've seen it on some plays uh, he, in his ability to find soft spots in zones he's got a really strong arm that's what the colts are missing the most right now i hate to mm-hmm. say it. you you first thing you think of is the the mobility and all but it's really his arm strength that they're they're missing right now um and and i would have to give some credit to shane steichen i do believe they're doing a lot to protect him with their play calling um so be, you know, there's a lot of screen passes. There's there's a lot of quick, easy stuff. And to be a bit critical or, you know, to provide some feedback, there are times where if the play could develop longer, sometimes it's because he makes his read and he just gets rid of it. Sometimes it's because that offensive line has, has you know, okay. not not blocked Miles Garrett and you, you just got to get the ball out. But <laughs> <laughs> So there are some reads maybe where it's like, okay, we, we had we had Alec downfield and you just kind of dumped it off to the tight end. Um, so I think some of that has helped those accuracy numbers. You know, they look a lot better too because he, he's not. But I think that's good with the young quarterback. Personally. I agree. You got you to build the confidence. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta build, but um, so so he's he got he's gonna have the surgery or had it or going to have it. Um, obviously he'll be back for next year. Um, Minshew mania just the rest of the year, just ride with that. And you know, is it isn't it almost better? And I hate to say this because as a you don't want to waste seasons, but I mean the the, yeah. the more games you'll lose, it might actually be, be beneficial, especially if, if you got AR and, and this is who you're building around to get them more more pieces. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that wrong to say? I don't want to, you know. I don't, I, so I am, uh, I'm actually on that side here and I have to look out, you know, I'll watch my Twitter notifications blow <laughs> up here. A lot of Colts fans don't want to hear this. Right. Um, but I was thinking about this today. It reminds me of that final game last year against the Texans where the Colts dropped an interception and it turned into a touchdown. Next thing you know, Houston wins. The Colts get to move ever so slightly up that draft board 
and land Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for a team, I'm be very honest with all of you out there in this world, as much as I love Gardner Minshew, and I'm not going to get down on him. I didn't get down on him two right. weeks ago. I'm not going to get down on him now. I think he is uh, – his his peak is like Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know? Yes, I would agree with that. Right? Like, yes. You yes. take what you get, but he's a very good backup, but he's a very good backup. So what value – I'm a Pacers fan, okay? okay, in the NBA world. You guys maybe know what NBA purgatory feels like if you've seen the Pacers. 500. That's NBA purgatory. 500. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want us to be there. I don't want a Colts team to go get a wild card entrance. Right. You know, right. what's what, – are we going to put a what banner up for that? Yeah, and then draft 20th in the first round and not get somebody who's really going to help this young quarterback. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, and you want, and you don't want the team to. You want this team to go right. out and try to win right. every game. Um, but as a fan who's thinking about the big picture, yeah, yeah, it could be in the. We might look back and be like, "Wow, it's so lucky that we lost that game to the Browns." Right. <laughs> well, biggest biggest <laughs> thing right now, if you if you were drafting for the Colts right now, do they need another piece on the offensive line? Does he need another weapon, or, or would you go defense? What What do the Colts need? Would you say if you're going to get a high draft pick? So much of it depends on if they bring Michael Pittman Jr. back. I think there's a a big debate on whether or not he's a true number one. Uh, Early in the year, a lot of Colts fans were saying he was. You know, right now, though, with Alec Pierce playing a little better with Josh He's a Cincinnati kid, right? Alec Pierce, Pierce, yep, absolutely. I liked him for the Bearcats Mm -hmm. with him. Yeah, I I think Mm -hmm. Yeah, Big 50-50 ball guy. Um, He's he's unfortunately had some – He's it's like he'll drop the easy ones and make the make the tough, oh, yeah, make the we, tough ones. Yeah. You can't you're like, wow, how'd he make that? Um, <laughs> which has really helped in the last couple of games. But and then Josh Downs has really had a coming out party. Oh, I've been taking yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I'm finally, you know, with AR out, I can finally go back to my stance of Josh Downs was my favorite draft pick coming out. <laughs> coming out, I was like, I was so excited about Josh Downs, like, wow, we got a steal in the second round. Um, so if Michael Pittman goes away. I, maybe if there's the right receiver there, every Colts fan is daydreaming about us Marvin somehow Harrison trading Jr. up, right? And Maserati is Maserati more. That's fantastic. And as much as I want it, you know, that's those are the Colts I grew up rooting for: Peyton, right. Marv, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to see it James. too. Edger and James, yes, yeah. all that. Like you know, even, even still, love Robert Mathis. I even still love Jeff Saturday. You know, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. but no, I would think uh, the O line has actually. So Bernard mm-hmm. Raymond's played much better coming into his second year. Um, they may need to address the right guard situation. So okay. if there's a really good right guard, I would go ahead and do that in the first round. Otherwise, it is on defense. A lot of it, it's going to depend on. So Grover Stewart, in my opinion, was a Pro Bowl snub last year. Him and DeForest oh. Buckner, devastating up front. And now Grover Stewart is suspended. Um, uh, PED policy. So six games, he's yeah. out. He's up for a contract extension. Get him we on the cheap, then. Get him on the cheap. Right? It's like, oh, do we re-sign him? When Isaiah Rogers got caught um, – gambling they went ahead and released him uh even though you know he was on contract for another year so that's kind of the back and like what will they decide to do because yes you would think 
here's a great player, get him on the cheap be, uh, because of this. But right, um, you know, they are very thin in the defensive backfield. Uh, Zaire, yes, so they, they, well, they were they were the t- CBS announcers, Spiridides, and everything. And Artem, Artem, Adam Archuleta was saying, and they kept talking about the Colts DBs. And then uh, I forget who got hurt, one player, whatever, like that. Juju Brents, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they were talking Brents. about them. So uh, yeah, you can in, in this league, you can never have enough secondary help. No, you cannot. Especially when you're already starting two rookies. but uh... <laughs> So, yeah, I would say the defensive backfield potentially up front. I love what they have at linebacker with Zaire Franklin. EJ Speed has really stepped up. And that's not to even mention uh, Shaquille Leonard, who still kind of been on a pitch count since he's come back. Hasn't had the same impact. But that that's what I'd be looking at. Uh, probably defense first, unless there's a, a great O-lineman available. Well, another thing too. I mean, not you know, with the AFC North that the Browns are in. Like, no offense to the AFC South, but you know, when you got, you got well, you got you got you got teams that are rebuilding with young quarterbacks. Look at Houston with CJ Stroud, yeah. and what mm-hmm. they're doing. You got Indianapolis, obviously doing the same thing, and then you know the Titans. <laughs> They're in purgatory. I don't know what they're doing. Sometimes I wonder what they're doing. That's actually yeah. beneficial to you guys because then it makes you guys' rebuild not so tough because you don't have to go too high. They're still here. You know what I'm saying? And, past and, so, and the yeah, scary they, part with the Titans is they don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. I know. And they done drafted two in the last two years. Yeah, they, and still not. Yeah, and they seem to be just as uncertain as yeah. on Levis as they were uh, before. So yeah. I don't know with that buyer or buyer trade. I think maybe will we start to see them move on from Tannehill and just start play these two young quarterbacks. You got that's mm-hmm. my thing. You have to. You cannot walk away from this season without knowing for sure right. about <laughs> at least one of those two guys. Right? You can't draft another quarterback next, or if you do, right <laughs> in the second round next, it better be the guy. Now you know, like what. Well, that's why that. I like what you guys did with Richardson. Like, you know, maybe I wasn't too high on him coming out, but I did. But I always felt like he had that, you know, it's that boomer bust. And I think he's got that more boom, obviously. When you look at what the Titans are doing, you're getting Will Levitt, you're getting Malik Willis and stuff like that. You, even even they're still they're, they're mid to begin with. And what do you really get? You know, you, you hope they become a Gardner Minshew. If that, <laughs> it would, honestly, it's like yeah. you look at that. And I'll say one thing about Gardner Minshew yesterday, what, what you were saying, you know, if it wasn't for Miles Garrett, Let's be real. It wasn't for the two strip sacks or whatever like that. He had a hell of a game, Gardner Minshew. And really, Miles Garrett is the reason why, you know, for the Browns to have any reason to win that game. And he was obviously the thorn in Minshew's side by, by stripping him, whatever like that. But other than that, otherwise he had over 300 yards passing. If that's what you're getting from a backup quarterback, I'd take that all day. But the only thing, we had Minshew where we needed him. Yeah, in the pocket. Because he's 0-8 when he throws for over 300 yards. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Keith, yeah, Keith said that yesterday in the show. And I, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, that, that's, that's very strange, especially in a game when it's 39-38, you think. But whatever. That, that, that is what it was. A very strange game yesterday. And But I'll say uh, another question for you. What did you did you like those Colts uniforms? I, I, when they first came out, I kind of did. But when I actually <laughs> saw them play. Uh... You know, it caused a lot of confusion uh, during the stream. I kept saying things like, and no disrespect, I love all my Colts players. But I kept saying things like, <laughs> when did Isaiah McKenzie be, get made captain? Because they oh, had that, yeah, they had that C logo on yeah. everyone's jersey, and I was like, "There is no way this guy's not a this guy's not a captain." What are we doing? Um, <laughs> it, it, so I my my joke for it was, I love that they gave us the Indiana Knights jerseys at a one okay. o'clock kickoff. You know, <laughs> <Ain't> 
like, oh, like those yeah. uh, Indiana days. But um, so I am I am very torn on this. Some people love that classic Colts look. Obviously, uh-huh. I love parts of it because I'm, yeah. I'm wearing a 50 year old logo here. But okay. uh the jerseys haven't changed, and I'll, I'll when I'm done, I'll kind of put it back to you. you we can relate on this one, right? Yeah, Our yes. teams have looked the same forever. Yep. <laughs> so part of me is like, yay, we did something different. The other thing, uh, we were black and blue, which is a fitting look for this year's Colts team. They are pretty banged up, but I wasn't a huge fan of them. But how do you, how are you guys? Like, Browns have started to do a lot, a little bit more cooler things with their jerseys, but I think you guys can relate to having just decades of the same stuff. So, you know, how do Keith, you feel I'll, about I'll what you guys you go have first, done? Keith, I'll let you go first with this. What do you think? Well, far as with the Browns jerseys, far as with the all whites, I like them. Those are like like clean, yeah. It's a definite change with the helmet, especially. I like them. Okay. I, I'm I'm more of a look, I, I I think the best jersey decade was the 1980s in the NFL. Um, I, I miss the Oilers. I miss the Dolphins having a dolphin that didn't look so weird looking <laughs> now. It's like a sperm dol- dolphin. I don't even want to hey now. I don't even want to get into what, what's going on there. Uh, kind of kind of weird. Uh, even Seattle, I, I miss the, the 80s. I, I like that classic look yep. of the 80s. I like the Browns because they got that classic look. I love the Colts uniforms. I remember this is this is dating me. I'm 43 years old, but I remember when the Colts went into Arrowhead. Of course, Marty had a team uh with the Chiefs. They were like 13 and three at Elvis Gerbach. Jim Harbaugh was was with the with the Colts or whatever. He was the quarterback right here. Quarterback. Yeah, it's not Andrew Luck on my wall. That's a Jim yep. Harbaugh. Almost card. beat, almost, <laughs> almost, beat, almost beat the Steelers in the AFC Championship game. A hail mary pass. You know yep. what I'm saying? So I don't like Jim Harbaugh now. I'm a Ohio State Buckeye. <laughs> you know, but uh, I did like him for the Colts. And I'll tell you, those classic uniforms with the, the white. And and I'll tell you what, when you guys went to Baltimore, like you know, it, it, it sucks what happened to Baltimore in '84 with the Mayflower and all the, the things like that. But look, they stole my team, so who cares? So so when you guys go to Baltimore <laughs> right. and you kick their ass, hey, I'm all for that. And I know you got an, an owner that's a little. Uh, eclectic, eccentric, whatever word you want to use. Yeah. I mean, and any owner that gets, gets, gets caught with club <laughs> drugs, I mean, hey, whatever, sounds like a good time, but uh, you know, I mean, hey. Between that, it's either that or free in the whales. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Yeah, free in the whales. Yeah, I saw that. He spent, what, 20 million to 18 million to free a whale or something? I Attempt yeah. to, I think. Free Willie. So so yeah, I don't think I don't think it made it, but I don't, don't quote so, me on that. Wait. Hey, you know what though? <laughs> 18 million to try to save a whale. We spent 230 million dollars for a quarterback that ain't playing, so I don't know what's worse. <laughs> I oh you know, I actually have a question for you guys on that because I know okay. uh, I know the least what I heard was that he he Deshaun cleared concussion protocol, but it was yeah. deemed he didn't want to go back out. Uh Coach Stefanski didn't want to put him back out there to risk it. I wonder, what did you guys think about how he looked beforehand, though? Because that shoulder, Ooh. his motion, it didn't look natural. Keith, to look thank low. you. This is Keith. Thank Keith. you, Kevin. Okay. Thank you, Kev. <laughs> Kev, I was saying that yesterday on the Locked On Sports podcast, post-game Browns, and I said he didn't look right. I was like, because he shot put it the first pass, and I was like, Wait a minute, what in the world is that? <laughs> right. Cause all because Friday, Thursday, they talking about the dude throwing and got zip on the ball. Then on the pass that got intercepted, I'm looking like that don't look right. Cause it's like he just <laughs> threw it up like pushed it up and everything. That's exactly okay. So you saw the same thing because I and and now you guys have seen a lot more Deshaun reps, but I've seen a few from back in the day, right? We used to play him twice a year, right? Right. 
he is more of like a three quarter to side on yes. delivery, if my yes. memory serves. And it's felt like, you know, shot put, Keith, that's a great way to put it. Uh, like it was a more of a forced over the top than what he yes. normally does. Yeah. And I wonder if they had one of those, like, not only was it a compression sleeve, but maybe did they have some band? Was there something? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? His shoulder <laughs> that he couldn't, because they were some of the, like that one dump off that was short and behind. I was like, that's a five play. yard pass. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no way he, anybody he's healthy. There's no pass. way he can't do that. Yeah. Right. And I just said, something ain't right. And I'm going to be honest, if I were the Browns, uh, I would do two things. I, first, I would sit him until that dude is 100%. But from the reports that go about that injury, period, you won't be 100% until February. Yeah, until the end of the, I mean, it's not. I don't know. I, you know, I'll say one thing. It's, it's just like anything. I, I think what's frustrating it, and you know, the, you, you've had Peyton Manning, you've had quarterbacks that you can rely on. And not, I know you've gone through, I know the last, what, six years you've had, or whatever, you've had a different quarterback mm-hmm. every year, but, but you, you guys have won game. I mean, it's amazing that you guys have made playoff appearances and stuff with even Philip Rivers yeah, and all these, the ghost like, of Phil Rivers yeah, and yeah. all these guys. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's amazing what you guys have done. Now you're going for that young franchise quarterback. So, and hopefully you guys will have uh, success with that. But as the Browns, we've always tried for that young franchise quarterback. It doesn't seem to work out. We thought we had it with Baker and that was tumultuous. And then, then, mm-hmm. Sean Watson. I think the most frustrating thing as a Browns fan is when you think you finally have solved that quarterback carousel and it looks just even more tumultuous than when you had Baker, what you had last. You know, no, I'm not, I don't believe me, I don't miss Baker at all or whatever about that. But at the same time, it's like, when are we finally going to get that field general, a guy that year in and year out that can be the guy? And, you know, because at least when you guys had Peyton Manning or the quarterback, like every year, you're not going to win the Super Bowl every year, but damn it, you're in the hunt. You're in contention. Yeah. You're in, you know what I'm saying? And that's nice. That's a good feeling to have. I'm an Ohio State fan, and I'm not saying every year we're going to win it, but every year we know we're going to compete. For it, and I think as as a fan, that's all you really want and hope for. And it's been very right. frustrating as a Browns fan, especially not knowing. And then and then on top of that, you, you get on social media, and everybody's your own. It's civil war. Everybody's fighting with everybody. We had that with Baker, yes. the Watson. Now got it with Watson. I mean, it yeah. never ends. Kev, help me out. It never ends. Is it just Ohio? It's, we're always miserable around here. What yeah, because right. <laughs> the thing, Kev, that saying people say, well. He wasn't worth all that. He should get out there and play. But all these people are talking about he should get out there and play will call off the minute they knows get to run it. Right. And those <laughs> are probably the same people that all offseason were saying the Colts don't value Jonathan Taylor. They don't want to pay him. He doesn't want to be there. No, take it from a fan base that knows you let your star player get healthy. Jeff Saturday, love him dearly, and that coaching staff rushed Jonathan Taylor back last year to play against the Raiders. He had a one big touchdown, looked great. Guess what? Out the rest of the season again because they brought him mm-hmm. back too early from an ankle injury, which mm-hmm. you never do. You never no. do that. Do not no. do that. Yeah, also, Jonathan T- Taylor looking good yesterday, and he's only getting and, better too. So. Yes, and it's like people are like, oh, he could play and everything. What did, what what do the Browns supposed to do? One the wishbone? Yeah, if it was his left shoulder, maybe okay. We wouldn't be Steve yeah. McNair and not <laughs> practice all week that. and you know tape yourself up and go out there and be great. Okay, but that's your throwing shoulder. That's just as important as JT's yes. ankle. 
What's he going to do? Just run shuffle, shuffle passes? You know? Oh, speaking of Steve Read McNair. Option. I'm glad you brought <laughs> up McNair because I'm dating myself. But obviously, you know, look, RIP Steve McNair. But let's be real. That co-MVP with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning deserved that. Let's be real. Oh, uh, well, you said it. I'm just saying, look, I'm, I'm not, look, I, I'm not just kissing buckets around the show. <laughs> oh, I, I really no. Mean I'm just, I mean that. I am one of the rare Colts fans that just adores Steve McNair. Uh, for what, even though it was a rivalry, um, just because I just, I mean, we just talked that. I know I made light of it a little bit, but I've never seen a tougher player in my yeah. life. You know, we were talking about that guy would literally not practice most of the year, be questionable before Bill Belichick just made everyone questionable as a strategic thing. You know, McNair was questionable every week, cobbling sure out there was. on one leg and putting up those stats. So I'll take the co. I will. I I love, you know, I would love it. You know, they, oh, yeah, Peyton was the only MVP. But it's kind of cool also. Isn't that the only co-MVP? I think so. I happened? think so. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost yes. like it's even more special because they're the only two. To sh- and, you know, same division, all that. Like, oh, well, you're such a diplomatic. Are you here. running for president or something? What's going no, on? No, I, I, like I told you, I, I, I learned to coexist. I've done about a hundred. Well, that's right. You do the, tight, the that's Titans right. fan. That's right. That's right. All right. <laughs> We've well, learned to coexist, enough. you know, plus hey. I, I, I spent, I lived around OSU. I spent a lot of time at Eddie George's, you know, so. Okay. <laughs> well, then, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Hey, I feel the. I feel the same way about another quarterback in our division, Lamar. Lamar, yeah. Keith's a big Lamar fan. It's like, I can't stand the Ravens. But. (laughs) But. You got to respect with the, yeah. Well, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I think the Browns did that (laughs) yesterday. But, you know, I'm glad you mentioned it because you you mentioned it. So I'm going to bring it up because I always like to do, you you mentioned the Indiana Pacers. NBA's kick uh, tips off. Tips off, not tips off, tips off, tips off tomorrow. How do you think the Pacers are going to do? And, and look, I, I'm a Cavaliers fan. We're Cavaliers fan. That's nice. Look, I, you know, I always say this about the Pacers. They were one of my teams, and Keith and I, we've talked about this on our show, um, that I think they're going to be sneaky good this year. I think they're going to be better than what most people think. So talk to us, educate us about your and our Indiana Pacers. I agree with you. Now, here, I'll start with the good news for the Ohio fans. The, Col- the Pacers are not going to be as good as the Cavs, okay? Uh, the Cavs, in my opinion right now, I keep hovering between, like, uh, the two and the four seed. Yeah, I agree right? I, 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 like, I, I feel like yeah. three is, is right where, is where I comfortably I know. put them I right say now. three. I say yeah. I, for me, I would not be disappointed if the Pacers end up a bubble team, but I think this team's ceiling is right around that six seed. I, I said I was going to say six. I God. think they're going to surprise a lot of people because of Obi Toppin. Um, Obi out of yeah. Dayton, Ohio. Out of Dayton, Ohio. Yes, yep. Out of Dayton, Ohio. When he played, when he started for the Knicks last year, he had several 20-point nights. He was one. Uh, he is a fast-break player who just got traded to a fast-break team. That yeah, because in the Knicks, Tyree they were a half-court team, kind of slowed it. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so this is going to – and then we've got Benedict Matherin, who has been working a lot on his passing, and I expect him to mm-hmm. score a lot more. Andrew Nemhard, you talk about some surprises. Nemhard, Naismith, these are guys that – you know, uh, Nemhard's uh, either end of the first round, early second round draft pick. Naismith was a lot of people thought he was a throw in in the Brogdon trade, but he was just another guy 
yeah, it's hard to get playing time when you play the same position as Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, it, right, you know, right. so hard, hard to do that. So, you know, the one thing I, the Pacers, I think will miss Chris Duarte, same thing, hard to yeah. play behind Buddy Heald and, and Ben Matherin. So I think the yeah. Kings got themselves a gem in Chris Duarte. That's another team I'm high on, but uh, the Pacers, I think they're going to be right there in the hunt for that five. I think they're going to be the sixth seed. Um, they're going to surprise a lot of, a lot of the, I don't mean this in the mean way, a lot of the more casual fans that it's not your fault. You watch TNT, right? You know, you don't they see. tell you, Shaq yeah. tells Every you week. he only watches yeah. four teams. He, he'll tell you right on national TV. Yeah. Only watch <laughs> so. the Lakers, Golden State, and Boston. <laughs> like when he said Mac In to Milwaukee. Mac McClung, the, the world knows who you are now. I was like, you're the only NBA fan shack that doesn't know who this young man is. Right. We've, exactly. we've been watching yeah. his highlights for eight years, man. Yep. Yes. <laughs> true. I remember when he was a freshman at Georgetown. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I think they're gonna be a lot of fun to watch, and uh, I can't wait for those matchups. I will probably uh, being in Columbus as I am, it, it, I, Indianapolis, Cleveland, it's yep. honestly a little bit easier for me to get to the home home games for the Cavs. So you may see me at one of those up there, okay, one or two this right. year. Yeah, well, like I said, I I, I like so the way stuff. Indiana plays. They're, they're a very gritty team. They play defense. They, you know what I'm saying? They don't have stars per se, but they got good, good players that unfortunately like said, a, lot a, of, lot of, a lot of people don't know about because they don't, you know yep. what I'm saying? They're not on yeah. TNT every other night. Ed Halliburton is a star. Hell, well, he yeah, be. I, I, I agree. That, I, I do agree with yeah. that. But but if you ask, but if you went around with the casuals, like what Kev was saying, and you mentioned Hall, Halliburton, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people who they they, they they think they know the name, but they, they don't really know the player per se. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know the name till they see them in live action and everything. <laughs> I think what it will take if the Pacers don't make a big playoff run, it just depending on how many superstars do join that Olympics team. Mm -hmm. If Tyrese Halliburton is running point, getting 22 assists to LeBron and all these Olympic athletes, I think that will be what puts him on the map. Um, But I agree. In the meantime, I think uh, the, the, you know, the more casual fans, they don't really know who Halliburton is. Um, You know, Miles Turner too. He's a guy who, when he's healthy, he's top five in blocks every single year. Um, so they're going to have that nice on on the defensive end. And I just I wonder what they'll get out of Buddy Heald. So Buddy Heald, they were not able to come to terms on an extension. OK, this is his final hey, year. Well, he if, might y'all be hungry, don't, though. He might be if y'all don't want him, y'all could just send him up the road. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take them. We'll take them. Hey, we'll we've had some them. we've had some good business dealings uh, in the past, you know, like I, I love that uh, both teams, I think, trade very well. The Pacers somehow are like. Oh, I hear there's a disgruntled superstar. Can we get right? Uh, we'll be the right. fourth team. Yeah, we'll get. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's 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 get let's get Victor Aladipo out of here and flip him for Karis Levert. Uh, like, I was going to ask you about. I was going to ask you about Karis, Karis Levert. What what is it about him? Like to me, it's like he has these games where it's like guy. He has all the talent in the world, and there's some games that he, is is it more of of him or is it more like you think the Cavs offense like just not a, because of Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland? Because sometimes I don't even think they can coexist. I, I'm wondering. It was a Sexton Garland thing that couldn't coexist now it seems like with spider mitchell and and garland is it maybe just garland maybe i'm wondering what what is it ah, with you? they just cannot i i i wonder well you guys will have to tell me a little bit more i, I but I, I feel like they're all 
playmakers. They're all ball, more ball dominant guards. That's, and I know only one ball. Uh, only yep. One. Yeah. And that's the thing with Levert too. Levert creates for himself. You know, yeah. I think why that's what I love. I think Karis Levert's best role is that lead scorer off the bench. You know, the guy yeah. to go yes. out there when you don't have as many, because when you don't have as many shot creators, because Karis Levert can, can, he can fill it open. Up. Yeah. And he can, he's got a nice mid range. He's got a nice pull up. Mm-hmm. He can get to the rim. From Columbus, yeah. Ohio. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he's, you're right. He's very inconsistent. He gets yep. streaky, but he's one of those hot hand guys. So is that, I mean, that's what I assume is the issue with yes. uh, Mitchell and Garland too, right? That they, like yes. which one of them is the catch and shoot guy in that scenario? Yeah, and I think to me, honestly, I think Garland should be the one begin starting the offense. Being the point guard, like really being the point guard, like if that's what being he the is. point guard. Yeah, because like, you can see in games like in the playoffs when we got dismissed by the Knicks last year, when Garland became assertive to run the offense, Cavs played like a whole different team. And then when he deferred, he's having the same problem with Mitchell that he had with Sexton. With Sexton, exactly. That's kind of like, yeah, so I was kind of wondering. So it must He be sometimes him. defers a lot, and that yeah. drives me crazy. And then the ball stops, right? Yes. Instead yes. of yes. running the yes. offense, yes. We're, watching, yes. we're watching Mitchell, who's a great athlete, great no, player. But, he but now everybody to gets to watch him. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Yeah, right. now we all now the whole the defense doesn't have as much work to do now. No. Instead of that's, that's, having that's your best player a constant threat because the ball's not in his hands and he could backdoor cut you, he could go get open. Yeah, I I I think you guys are right that Garland. So, and it, no matter what, it's like the old adage: if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Yeah, right. Man, right. You True. have. It's it's okay if you have a combo guard. Somebody has to run that offense, and if you have to. Do some split shift situations where That's somebody I'm, I'm gets an earlier breather. Yeah. You know, yeah. okay, now it's your turn to run. You know, do that. I think. So er, early predictions: Who's coming out of the East? Who's coming out of the West? Ooh. Too early. I know it's too early, but Ooh. but just just throw some. You know, who do you? If you had to right now, say who's in the finals right now? Ooh. For the finals right now for the West, I, uh, I I'm a I'm a big grew up a big wrestling fan by the way, so I'm going to steal. Uh, a line to be the man you got to beat the man so (laughs) give me the denver nuggets out west i uh as my co-host james said last thursday i hate how much i love this lakers team uh it's a really good lakers team i I was gonna ask you do you think lebron has what kind of season lebron having is he having a normal lebron bron year Oh, I think so, but fewer games, right? Okay. Uh, Another one, right? I have to see the downfall. I have to see the decline start before I'll predict it. Um, I learned that lesson with Tom Brady. Uh, I'm just like, I'm not going to predict your retirement anymore, pal. Uh (laughs) Right. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to let you keep going and keep going until you say you want to stop. Exactly. So it may be I mean, we might see more assists and stuff like that, fewer okay. dunks, but I think we'll see the same production. It kind of reminds me apples and oranges here, but Brooke Lopez has lived two distinctly different NBA careers, once as a shot blocker rebounder and now as a perimeter scorer. His yes. numbers statistically did not change. Like his points per game really didn't change when he did that. It's actually be if you didn't know, you have to actually go into the stats and be like, oh, this is the year he starts shooting threes. I think that something similar will happen with LeBron, where if you just look at his stats, you might not even notice. 
that he's getting a bit older, but if when you watch the tape, you'll be able to so see. It's like it. a that, hockey player. Oh, yeah. Instead of getting the scoring, Definitely. he's getting the assists. He's still getting the points, though, per se. Right, exactly. And, you know, I think he's still going to be getting the rebounds because I think that's a, that's a yeah. cerebral game, right? That's all about positioning and timing yep. more than it is athleticism. So I think he'll still have huge impacts there. And the other Western team, I know I already mentioned it once, but I just, I love the Sacramento Kings. I was, I, I, Mike Brown, I, I was going to ask you about them. I was kind of disappointed mm-hmm. at what happened last year, but, but you know what? They, they are one of those teams where it's like, you look at them, it's like they play hungry. They put in, and it's nice to see Mike Brown, former Cavaliers coach yes. or whatever, doing something out there. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm a big guy, as, as Shaq would say, a Queens fan. <laughs> that's right yeah he wouldn't be lighting the beam huh yeah great, right great marketing they have over and they deserve it i know it's been 20 years but right since, uh, yeah, yeah. if you want to talk about bad beats and bad officiating uh, i still oh, have that it. game seven of the oh my god they, oh wow yeah. hey, i didn't see none of those calls <laughs> all those calls was love and basketball that you know <laughs> That team, I, Mike. I'm Bibby. a Kobe fan, so you know. <laughs> oh, got you. Yep. <laughs> what what game? Uh... See, I was a Laker fan during the Magic era, during the Kobe and Shaq era. That, that, that Sacramento team was so good with Bibby, Christie, uh, Vladimir. They Divac, were good, but they just for Yakovich. I mean, wow. But but. They got no. screwed, Keith. They got screwed. <laughs> you guys they have enough titles. Yeah, it's 17 of them. We won an 18. We won an 18. Can't let little brother have one. No. <laughs> Come on. I'll tell you like this. My early prediction as far as the finals. I will go with the Milwaukee Bucks. And I just got a feeling Denver is going to have the championship itis okay and i think the lakers are going to get them i i think the lakers are one of the top three i think lakers Mm -hmm. i'm going to say nuggets because um give me i'm going to throw sacramento and just for the heck of it i i I really like them i think they're a fun team i don't think the suns i think they're going to find a way to get hurt they're going to find a way to get hurt yeah that yes and with the celtics I'm not bought in on Porzingis. If he, he stays healthy Jose. now, if he stays now, healthy, if he stays healthy, then there, watch out, watch yeah, out, watch out. Mm-hmm. But overall, the the more we, yeah, the, I think <laughs> like the Bucks said, with Dame, Dame, Dame Dallas as the streets yes. call him, Dame Dallas. Mm-hmm. But I got a feeling the Lakers are going to overtake Denver this year, okay, because they're motivated. They didn't take too kindly to what Malone was saying after mm, the that's right. That's right. And LeBron been talking about that all summer. Well, Davis has to stay healthy then. You know, he's got to stay healthy. And But LA got a better supporting cast too now than they yeah. did. They do. Last they do. year, they was actually trying to find themselves as a team. And then when they made all those trades at the deadline, that was an entirely different Lakers squad. Yeah, they're they're positioned a lot much better with some better shooters yes. around LeBron, which you know, yes. crazy, crazy how a general manager can have that much tape on arguably the greatest player ever and not know how to build a roster around. Him. Right. That, I, <laughs> right, that's not uh, shame you know, but... on you. <laughs> Come on, Rob, my dude, that damn hey, Palinka, hey, Rob Palinka, yeah. yeah, Rob Palinka, shame on you. But, but I think he figured it out this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And got, uh, Bruce going over to the Indiana—that's a big hole yeah, for is the big, Nuggets yep. to fill as well. So mm-hmm. I would—I would argue that the Nuggets did not get better, while a couple oh. of teams right beneath them did. Yeah. So I could see. And that. I got the feeling that 
besides Jokic, the rest of Denver is still going to be celebrating. Okay. All right. Well, mm. we'll like I said, well, I mean, it, they they play and sometimes I, I feel like they play a lot of meaningless games in January and February. So we'll find out if it matters come, you know, March and, and April plus, when it really counts. <laughs> you know, Lamar, I mean, you know, LeBron wants that title number five. No, oh, he does. He's got it. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm booking it with my heart, I want the I want Lakers Celtics because then we if oh, if we're gonna man. break that tie those teams have there to you go yeah. right there you go okay. yeah. <laughs> but uh, my head right now says Nuggets Bucks uh, though okay. I gotta I you know, wanted to ask you guys what you thought about this Terry Stotts who was brought in mm-hmm. yeah, to be the Bucks assistant signed. coach yeah who worked with Dame Lillard for Lillard years signed yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, right before the season. So it makes yeah. me wonder. I, I can't imagine Dame was the issue. So I what I've heard is that this was sort of an arranged marriage between Terry Stotts and Griffin, that this wasn't a head coach bringing in an assistant coach that he wanted. Oh, so okay. uh, are, are, would you guys be worried at all about picking the Bucks, hmm. now, having that sort of uh, like right before the season, you got an assistant you coach know walking what? away? You know hmm. what? And Griffin is like uh, Missoula this year. Oh, for yeah. think about that. Yeah, yeah, because he took. Yep, yep. He's like I, the Missoula this year. I think if if I look, they they got a solid four with with you know what I'm saying uh, with Middleton and Giannis and then Damon and so I I I you know what I I think they have enough time. The season's such a long season. I remember when the Cavs yes. had David Blatt and then they got rid. You know what I'm saying and all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, look what happened. They got Tyron. You know what I'm saying. So it's so, there's such long seasons that if this would have this would have happened, you know, maybe a month or two before the playoffs. So yes, I would would think so. But it'll be water under the bridge. Come you know what I'm saying. Come All Star break in, in February. So. But yeah, I think it's cause for concern. I think it's it's just a very strange situation. So yeah, and and I think, but but then again, you look at Boston and all these teams that are you should be dominant. It, it's all about the health and everything. So there's so many factors that play in it. And that's why I love the NBA because you know it's it's like the Cavs. Yeah, they're a three seed, but you know what? Boston gets injured. Uh, Giannis, say, you know, what I'm saying it's it, it, depending on when they play. I mean, yep. it, like I said, it opens it up for you know in each conference you have like I say maybe four dominant teams. Obviously, one Denver obviously is a little bit above everybody else, but that's what makes the NBA so fun. And you know, I like the NFL and everything, but let's be real. I, I think there's only maybe. Four, if, if the Chiefs stay healthy, let's be real, they're probably coming out of the AFC. And you look at the NFC, we saw Detroit get smashed yesterday. Yeah. Probably the Eagles and probably eh, probably the Eagles, let's be Eagles, real. Eagles-Niners, maybe. Yeah, Eagles or know. Niners. Yeah, yeah. so Niners I mean, get healthy. even more limited than what you have in the NBA. I, in the NBA, I don't know, it just seems more fun because it's not just a one and done, it's a series for each one, so mm-hmm. and it, anything can happen. So I think the NBA, as much as the NFL is king right now, the NBA, I think to, to a lot of people – it's a little bit more fun to talk about and because because there's just more teams and more players involved, I think. And it's kind of wide open too this year. Yeah, that's what that's yeah, exactly what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. much parody. And the story, what the NBA has done a good job of, and I don't know if they did it on purpose. Some of this might just be players being superstars, but it's it's year-round like the NFL is. Now it is. It I is. mean, I, I cover the sport. There was no offseason this year because there's always Dame yes. wants to be traded. Now every year, you, where does James Harden want to play? When's James Harden going to show up? Yep. Uh, you know, so there's like the entire like the East is still wide open because if James forces his way out, Joel Embiid's been talking about maybe one, yeah, like, does he get traded too? That that shakes everything up, right? Yeah, right. And that's what that's what everybody in Philadelphia has been quiet about. Yeah, 
Well, you know, that, like I said, the NBA is great. I'm glad we got into the – Kev, I, I, I want you to stick around. You, you got time to stick around a little bit? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I can okay, because like I said, we were going to go into around the NFL and stuff like that. You know what? I would, I'd rather just keep going and let's just talk about some topics here. Let's talk about the Michigan Wolverines and Jim Harbaugh. And and, and, and what do you think? Because I see the Notre Dame thing about you. What do you what do you think about that? And because I, I, I live – obviously, we live in Columbus, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. And I was listening to uh, Common Man and uh, T-Bone on the way, 97.1 The nice. Fan. And I do think – I do think it's going to be more of a situation where people are kind of like poo-pooing it right now. I think it's a major deal. They they got footage of it. He, this guy, I got this Connor Stallions or whatever. This guy sounds like a porn star name, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, went around to all these different uh, universities, and I, I, I think you know they were talking about him making a fifty-five thousand dollar a year salary. But if he's traveling to all these different places, if they can find out and, and, and track him and say University of Michigan's paying for him to go to these places, then they mm. you, you can't deny that he was doing it on behalf of the university, probably on behalf of Jim Hart ball to get an, a competitive advantage so i don't know i mean do they have to vacate games if this is a problem because i, I know the ncaa likes to make uh, more mm-hmm. out of situations and and this looks like a prime example where it didn't it, a little bit of smoke could turn into fire in an inferno pretty quickly i just wanted your takes on that kevin and what do you think about the michigan wolverines and, and going forward i i agree with you there that uh it is something that we could look back on and, and it be, becomes a, a much bigger thing vacating wins is something the ncaa loves to do they love to do that right i i personally i kind of chuckle at it because i think like we all know who won those national championships we all know reggie bush was a heisman trophy right no one's forgotten in 100 years everyone will forget so it's one of those things like does it really matter like why i i don't know if those are the right ways to go about punishing these schools sometimes it feels it's usually it's with coach and they're gone anyways by the time the the sanctions come down exactly and then you got players you know i just try to think about there's what like 80 players on these rosters now yep 10 of them are gonna make now they're the league, punished they're punished for know, the sins of somebody else the guys who are just there to pay for right. their you know pharmaceutical <laughs> right. scholarship you know like they're they're not there to go play in the league and they're gonna get punished just as much as the the one or two percent that actually are doing all of the stuff that that right. are directly benefiting and i kind of feel that way now if it turns out that this uh uh, Cody, Cody Stallion, or the sorry, whatever his name is. Uh, I, think Con, I, I could be wrong. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is interesting because it, is this guy going to be a fall guy or because that's, uh, you know, I, I, you see that all the time too, where it's like, oh, true. this big bank did this evil thing. And, in, and, you know, the CEO resigns and comes back in six months, but all the employees who were just doing what they were told, they all got fired. Right. You know, we make an example of these people. And then the actual perpetrators stick around. So, you know, I, I it's it's something that, you know, is going to happen in sports. I, my thoughts on it, I would want to just think about how to resolve it and make it not possible for other teams to do this. And I want to so I, I kind of want to put it back to you two with this question. I don't understand now, maybe not every college program could do this, but the Big Ten certainly could. The Power Five certainly could. Why don't they adopt the NFL the model headset, and just I know have headsets, yeah. quarterback headset, middle linebacker headset? Like yeah. it's ridiculous. Like seeing them hold up these postcards, it's ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, it I makes no sense. It's like, wow, why wow, I'm still doing that? Yeah, and I was wondering that during. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering that when I was watching um, University of Washington and Arizona State. I was like, I wonder why they ain't got headsets in their helmets. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I think they were saying, I, I think I think today on the show on the comment man um, that um, it was in when they, when they when they were talking about it, 
they were saying that some of the schools and in, in, in the TV uh, deals were saying, well, we don't have money for this. But I think now that they're billion dollar contracts, I think that that's been blown out the water. And, w- and when you see these merging of conferences and things like that, it's like, I think all that weight of, oh, we can't afford it. Even even at a D3 school, you're telling me that if, if, if I'm CBS, I'm going to buy the Big Ten rights, that I, that it would be a better product for me to do that. So you would think that they would want to help these schools out. And also to like, get a sponsor. My, my friend told me this the other day, shout out to my friend Ted, but he was saying this, he's like, well, if, if you make the headset, or whatever like that, you could just be the sponsor for them. Like, oh, the, the signals are, are brought to you by Nextel or whoever does the thing. And you're telling me you could, the universities do not have to pay for it. I think that's a cop out. I don't yep. exactly know why. This is 2023 to your point, Kev. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't think there's any good reason why they can't be like the NFL. Not even at the D3 level. Yeah, that's such a good point with the sponsorship. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the, 100%. In the sports world, you see it all the time. I'm in the pay-per-view world. You know, you see yeah. people throw out sponsorships on all kinds of stuff, and I'm a hundred percent certain, like you said, we're AT and T. Somebody's gonna be like, "Yeah, let's go. We'll pay for that. It's a tax." If you want to sponsor our show, Verizon, AT and T, or whoever, feel free to sponsor. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I, I, I'm sure there will be some punishments, but to me, I don't think stuff like this will stop. There are, there will always be. You know, I had other coaches in my life say things like, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, you know, so it's all about what coaches you listen to. <laughs> so, you know, uh, if the if these if there are avenues to do this, someone's always going to be doing it. And I would argue the Michigan got caught, you know. How many other teams were also well, doing well, it? I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. Almost all them teams do the same. Well, thing. it's funny yeah. that you said that because Adam uh, Wittenberg uh, covers the Big Ten. I heard him in one of his podcasts or whatever like that. They asked him, they said, when it comes to this specific issue of stealing signs and having somebody go to universities and doing advanced scouting, does this happen a lot? Just like the $50 hand or $500 handshakes back in the 90s or whatever like that. And, and Wittenberg's answer was, no, this is kind of one of those things where universities don't do this. And that's why, that's why it's becoming such a major thing because you would th- like, I would think that it would be something that all, you know, like big, the big universities would have somebody go and, and, and do some advanced scouting and stuff like that. But, but his answer kind of shocking that no Michigan kind of was out, out caught on an Island by themselves in this. And I think that could be their major downfall because, you know, I don't think they were very, it wasn't like they're being very creative in doing this. I just think maybe it was one of those like gentlemen's agreement that you don't go do such a, a sleazy thing like this. And, and, and they dip and it's, you know, in Michigan, one of those universities that always sort of be like, well, when they were losing, they'd always be like, but we're, we're doing good things academically or, you know, Michigan's one of those universities where, you know, they're always this at this level of morality and everybody else is down here. And now that you got hardball, Hey, you sold your soul. What did you expect? It's like when you hire John Calipari to be your head basketball coach, you know, you're getting your wins vacated. You know, you're going to win while he's there, but you know, you're going to pay for the sins eventually. And I think maybe with hardball, it's the same thing for university of Michigan. And as a Buckeye fan, and it's kind of refreshing to see. <laughs> right? Yeah. You just get to eat a little bit of, well, they think the Germans call it Schadenfreude or whatever, where you just, yeah, right. to, it's like, mm, it's tasty. I love your despair here, in Michigan. Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, oof, man, I sometimes I wonder at this point now if Jim Harbaugh doesn't wish he hadn't picked up the phone one of those times when the NFL came calling back. Well, I, th- I think this offseason, I think, <laughs> I that think honestly, be, that uh, might be the, the end game that here. the camel's back with him in college for real yeah. for real 
Because let's be real, if they don't True. win the national championship this year in Michigan and with the stack team that they have, they're never going to win it, I think. They're one of those, you know, they've been stake-bitten since 97 when they shared it with Nebraska. And I, and I let's be real, that Nebraska team would smoke that 97 Michigan team. I'm just just, just saying, just saying, because we saw what they did to Peyton Manning in, in, in the Orange Bowl 42-10, to 10, that Nebraska team. That was a really good team, and, and I don't I don't think, yeah. So, but, oh, uh, glory days. Yeah, it was good, right. I, you know, college football, say, you know, the Buckeyes have been better since, you know, but I, I, missed, I missed 90s. College football, and I miss 80s NFL. I don't know. I'm an old school cat. Check out. I don't miss 90s college football because I don't know how. Well, because I didn't lose in the Michigan every year. Exactly. Exactly. And John As a Notre Dame fan, I missed it a lot. And John Cooper was a better recruiter than um, Ryan Day in them. Yeah, he just couldn't just, beat Michigan. Just couldn't, just couldn't beat, Michigan. beat Michigan, and he can't get no quarterbacks. I remember Notre Dame quarterbacks Day with Lou Holtz and Rocket Ishmael. That, that mm-hmm. was what I remember. Yes. They were some good. I, I'm I'm the curse, so I'm 35. Notre Dame has not won a title since the year I was born. So, <laughs> but you did we're gonna do, get one. <laughs> but you did do everybody a favor. <laughs> you kicked USC's ass. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I'm still I'm still so disappointed uh, at the way. Well, first, it was the way we ended. I don't mind losing to Ohio State. I I mind us not having 11 players on the field, two players in a row or two plays in a row. The two most important (laughs) plays in a row. Um, So I was still like when that happened. Then once they lost to what was it? Louisville. I was just like, yeah, yeah. Um, nope. Season's over for me, boys. I work hard enough. I'm going to get three (laughs) hours back on Saturday or I'm not working. All right. Yeah, <laughs> and then they win, and then they spank USC. I'm like, okay, see, all right, see, I'm not watching you all season. Keep doing this. Well, when they not- expand the college football playoffs, then then, the, then one or two losses won't won't end the season like it does. So that'll be good because right. I do think I do think Notre Dame when you look at them, especially with Hartman, and then you look at their lines, their defensive line and offensive line, they are one of the probably I'd say ten best teams in the nation. I just they just unfortunately you ran into Ohio State and then you ran into Louis, but you know, but that Duke game yeah, it was a good comeback when I, I remember watching that game. That was a mm-hmm. good game. Yeah, now let me ask you this. Do you think Notre Dame will ever boss up and join the Big Ten? Yeah, what what is going on with them? Why can't they just take our money? I think they might soon. So I the whole reason that they didn't do it for all those years was NBC. NBC right? money, yep. Why take Big Ten network money when you are the only college football team that can be watched with an antenna? You know, yeah. like you, you can, you're, you're one, one of the four aliens channels. are watching them. Yeah, the, watch the whole world can watch you. Um, so I think with, cause now when I go on Peacock, I see a lot of big 10 content. Oh yeah. yeah. Ohio yeah. state at Wisconsin will be on uh, NBC and Peacock this Saturday night. Sure will Saturday Perfect. night. And I think that's the bridge, which I was very nervous when I thought Notre Dame was going to go to the ACC as far as, if you're one of those fans who just wants to see your team win all the time, of course, like Notre Dame to the ACC is the much better option. Yes. I'm more of a, I call me old school, call me a purist, whatever. I miss the regional aspect of college football. Mm-hmm. I thought the rivalries meant more. One of the things that has been the most painful about Notre Dame not coming over the Big Ten is we lost the yearly Purdue game. We lost I like, the yearly I was Michigan gonna say Purdue, State, even the Michigan, Michigan Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And, and now, so I miss that. Those, especially Purdue, right? Like that's an in-state rivalry. Yes. And and you know, you would also open things up potentially. You'd play the Hoosiers every once in a while too. If you right. know, not 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 as much there, but you could start it. You know, and again, right. it's in-state right. game. So I would love to see them for the product overall. And I'm 
especially because, you know, trying to make my way into broadcasting as a career, I'm doing more of caring about the sport than my own team. Gotcha. So although for being a Notre Dame fan, if you go to the Big Ten, you're not going to celebrate as often as if you're independent or if you're in the ACC. It's going to be a harder road. I think it would be better for everyone. Um, and with that expansion of the playoffs, it's still going to be possible to get into the playoffs, even if you don't win the Big Ten. Oh, yeah. So I think it's going to come down to money. And as soon as Notre Dame can no longer get away with not being in one of those conferences, they will – They'll hop in with both feet. And I think with this game of musical chairs that's being played, uh, you know, when soon we're going to be down to maybe two conferences. I don't know. Like they, they don't want to be yeah. left out, you know. So All I right. know that at a certain point they're going to get forced in. That's my opinion. Um, but I would have loved to have seen them do it years ago, to be honest. And you know who else I'd like to see the Big Ten at? And this is a little bit thinking outside the box. But if they can go down south and get Miami or Florida, mm. <laughs> Ooh, those will be some good rivalry games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, see, yeah. Big Ten already now about to have the West Coast dollars, the Midwest dollars, and the East Coast dollars. <laughs> they don't get a south. Mm. That would be nice. Yeah. I mean, as far again, like I like the the regional stuff, but as far as those uh, matchups, like, you know, yes. especially like Notre Dame, Miami's got years of history. I know. Uh, Catholics I know... versus convicts. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. Oh, yes. good. Yeah. And plus, I know... like the Big Ten said, they was going to keep the rivalry games going no matter what. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they saved the, the, the ones. But uh, we always like to do a special thing on the show. This is Casey, one of our co-hosts. He's not here, but he he fought, fought, fell in love with 2004. I don't know why. He loves the year 2004. So we always like to do a time hop. So we're going to do a time hop 2004. You're, like I said, there's no right or wrong answers, but we always just like to, to bring up. So we'll we'll go time hop 2004. And, and Keith, you're more than welcome to chime in. But uh, <laughs> Notre Dame football in, oh, the year two, in the year 2004, okay? Okay. Do you, do, you, do you want to guess what their record was? This would have uh, so oh four. Were we in the were we in the Jimmy Clausen era at this point? We or is that because I'm trying to remember if that was po if that was post Brady Quinn. I believe it was. It would have had to be. I think, I think it was this, pre is Brady Quinn era. I think it was definitely it was. Uh, uh, well, we know it was Tyrone Willingham was their coach. So they were probably, I want to say they maybe won eight, like eight games that year or something. This was right, but the, the dark times were coming. Very dark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't think we were quite in them yet, but it also could have been Notre Dame went through this weird spell where they'd fire a head coach after three years. And then the new guy would have right. a good first season with all the old guys recruits like, oh, maybe if you let a coach get an entire recruiting class, you know, let him. Right. I've always thought that you got to give a coach three to four years, let him have his own juniors and seniors on the field before you judge what he's doing with other with other coaches players but no they so i remember tyrone Willingham came out won a bunch of games with somebody else's players and then he was out the door i think two years later and, you know this was a this was a brady quinn uh era okay let's say they maybe what they maybe they went uh like what nine and two or something i can't remember they were playing only like 11 and 12 games back then Try six and six. Six and six. Oh, six and six. oh damn. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, they 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 played in the Insight Bowl. They were six, but they did they did beat they did beat Michigan twenty eight to twenty to start the season. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just picked two thousand four because that's what we go, and I, I can't help it that you know, when you you were closer when you said eight wins, but yeah, it was definitely not uh, the height up. But, but they got better because Brady Quinn. I remember they played the Buckeyes in the Fiesta Bowl, and I think it was a two thousand five, two thousand whatever like that. So it got better for them a little bit, and then then they kind of leveled off. And you know the ups and downs of Notre Dame football. You get Charlie Weiss, you you win nine games or whatever like that. You think it's going to be the mm-hmm. guy, and, and then something usually not being the case. And then Jimmy Clausen gets Jimmy on. Clausen. He's supposed to win two Heisman's, wasn't so he? He's going to win four now. He brought his four high school state rings and said he was going to get four national champions. I, I, there was never a player on a team that I rooted for that I disliked so much <laughs> from day one, as because I just I love that kind of confidence. I feel like absolutely you have to be that guy. Go be that right. guy in your bathroom in front of the mirror, and then when you get up in front of the crowd. When you're the quarterback, when you're the face, you know, <laughs> have a little bit of that humility. I don't even need you to mean it. I just need you to <laughs> not be so obnoxious. Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> I am the best host on a podcast ever. And, and that's just, I can spell my name and I love my smell. I do oh, like that. Man. I can't spell. That's cool. I like that. You can say, yeah, okay. My claim to fame right there. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, man. Jimmy Clausen, the pickle king, man. No. No, no, no. <laughs> hey. Oh my! Oh, okay, well, man. you know, before before we got a, a couple more minutes left, and uh, what do you think is going to happen tonight in, in, in Major League Baseball? The, the, Strohs and Texas Game Seven. What's going on? Did they get it done? I what last game was what? Like at one point it was nine to two. Nine, it ended up nine, nine to two. two was the nine final, to two. Yeah. I baseball is the kind of sport that when one team wins nine to two, I expect the other team to come out and win the next game and. It's the Astros. So I, I might, I might upset some folks. I have had a hard time forgiving the Astros. I know it's probably something every. A lot of teams were doing some sign stealing back in the day. Uh, in Yankees that time, never signs. yeah, Yankees and Red Sox were over here just like <laughs> the Yankees never stole signs. <laughs> so it's like a part of me is like I want the Rangers to win, but again, the Astros lately. I mean, Altuve is uh... what two or three home runs from setting the postseason re- from breaking Manny's record. Yep. It's yeah. just hard to bet against them. They find a way. Um, so I'm going to pick the Strohs. Okay. Uh, That's, I mean, <laughs> I'm sticking to, to my prediction. I'm sticking to it. Astros and seven. And the reason, and also you got Scherzer pitching for Texas and he hasn't been right since he's been hurt. That's true. I, I, I'm going to go. I'm gonna say the Rangers. I I just feel like it. it, it you know, I I, I my my I, my heart says Rangers, and honestly, the way the Rangers have been playing on the road, they're better away from uh global ball, whatever their new ballpark is. That's and, weird. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> in this like, series, yeah, the road team has won all all six games in this series. <laughs> I, and I, I just it. and I just got this. I just got this. Break Ed News. This is from Peyton Vince himself. I just got texted this. So Giannis has agreed to a three-year, $186 million extension with the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, Ford is expected to miss one to two weeks, I think, with an ankle sprain for Jerome Ford. So that's, that's what we got for Break Ed News. Shout out to Peyton Vince for well, that. to all those national media pundits that was praying on Giannis leaving, shut y'all asses up. <laughs> Yeah, well, He's staying in the Midwest, God damn it. 
including our beloved Evan Turner, who uh, yeah. I think <laughs> I think we can all agree now people will go work out with Giannis and his brother up in Milwaukee. There you go. There you go. Right? <laughs> right? Right? Oh, Honestly, wow. I'm glad of that, though, too. Truthfully, I'm actually glad of that. Real, yeah, real. I'm, look, I'm always for you know the Midwest, especially like let's be real. You look at teams like Cleveland, Milwaukee, uh, Detroit, you know, it's not like every, every NBA player wants to play for uh Miami, uh, Orlando, you know, what I'm saying the Lakers, you know, these destination cities. It's nicer weather, I, I can't blame them. I'm, let's be real. Yeah, I mean, a winner in Cleveland compared to a winner in Miami, I get it. Okay, I, I, but I lately, the winners in Cleveland ain't been bad lately. Lately, well, it, only takes, it only takes one, you know, negative every day. When they had All Star Weekend in Cleveland, balmy. That's how crazy the weather was. It was twenty degrees on the Saturday night before, and the next day it was almost sixty. And that's how people get sick, Keith. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this whole state. When I first moved here, I remember uh, middle school. My teacher saying, "Welcome to Ohio. If you don't like the weather, give it ten minutes." <laughs> that's right. Yeah. She was dead on. Right. <laughs> Walk around with allergy medicine in my pocket. You know. There you, go. you just, you just <laughs> never know. <laughs> oh wow! But like so I said, for I, two weeks. Who? Yeah. So that is it? Just Hunt there at that point. Who else, is there? Anyone else? Hunt ain't doing too guys, but, well himself because he got a thigh. Well, they got Pierre oh, Strong. They got that Pierre Strong guy. Okay, right. That's right. Okay. So I'm out. I mean, you I guys it, you always manage to just you know plug somebody in and get some yards. We just know? can't oh. find a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and fair. that leads to what I was going to say on the real to real. Yes, it's kind. Of, yes, Keith. Thank you. Yes, Keith. Let's get for real. Real here. for real. Getting real. You actually have to give Kevin Stefanski so far for this season his props. Okay. Think about this. The quarterback position been trashed this year. <laughs> if you give it a grade from A to F, and I'm going old school, you get that position at F5. <laughs> for real. Okay. F5. <laughs> Deshaun... He's only had one glimpse of a game this year. And Lord knows whether we're going to see him the rest of the year or not. For real, for real. P.J. Walker scares the hell out of him. <laughs> oh, my God. That dude looks like he's a walking interception. He tries. <laughs> but, 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 but. To Kevin's credit, he somehow figured out to get some games <laughs> with the with PJ Walker at the quarterback. And think about it: the last two games, the Browns were behind and came yeah. back to win in the yeah. fourth quarter on the final drive. On their final drives. <laughs> now, That's truth. That's truth. I got to give Stefanski his credit. He's starting to learn. And think about this also. Remember when we said before the season began, Stefanski has to get those wins that he ain't supposed to get? Yep. There was no way in hell they were supposed to be San Francisco last week. And if your franchise quarterback goes down after the first series, there's no way in hell he's supposed to beat Indianapolis with a former XFL star. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> so I got to give Stefan, and 
Don't get me wrong, I'd be on Stefanski's ass. You can ask. Yes, yeah, that's legit. legit. I'd be on Stefanski's ass, but I really had to look at it like, hell, you can't fire this dude. For real, for real. Not yet. Not not yet. (laughs) Think about this. If Deshaun don't play for the rest of the year and the Browns bottom out and lose the rest of their games, how are you going to evaluate them? I guess the effort. I guess the effort. I, I guess you'd have to go up the effort. Are they still playing for the coach? Are they still trying? And they are still playing for him. Yeah. I mean, look at Miles Garrett. I mean, think he's, about, he's trying. Think about this. They actually should have got blew out yesterday. Yeah. Mm. For real, for real. Yeah. Your quarterback goes, and Minshew was lighting our asses up on defense, even Good though line. the defense had impact plays. Minshew like lit the Browns' ass on fire. Baker Mayfield's trailer park cousin is what I saw on Twitter. <laughs> Uncle Uncle Rico. Minshew, <laughs> Uncle Rico, yeah. Minshew mania was was Woo. there swinging, and somehow the Browns pulled that game out of the ashes. For real, for real. Well, for real, for real. What grade would you give Kevin Stefanski after six games then? This year, I have to give him a B right now. I have to okay, give him a that's B. fair. Four and two. I, I, I would Because the quarterback position has been garbage for him this year. Yeah. <laughs> now, some of it I do have to blame on the front office and Stefanski themselves because they didn't have to trade Josh Dobbs. Yeah, yeah. But but Walker's two and oh. I mean the, yeah, the DTR experiment against the Ravens, that was that was oh geez. He's two and oh, but I'm gonna be honest, that's not sustainable. No, it's not. Because now teams are going to start game planning for Walker. What do you game plan? Just make sure the defensive backs know how to catch the ball because it's coming to them? <laughs> a lot of tip drills that week. Yeah, right. Well, that's like I said. Otherwise, you tell them to have their heads on the swivel and be ready for the interception. And that is or the fumble. And that is for real, for real. Keith, you know what? You got me thinking. I don't. I'm not, I guess I should say this. I am not as upset with Kevin in the way the Browns season's going because when you put it in perspective and you so eloquently put it that the quarterback position for the Cleveland Browns is garbage, then four and two, if you're making four and two out of garbage, you're obviously doing something right. You're four and two, and our quarterbacks is last in QBR in the league. Dead last. (laughs) And you're four and two. Somebody's got to be last. I mean, right? There's got to be somebody. You're dead last. I mean, It's not even it. It's mind-boggling. It's something, all right. It's something. And PJ Walker damn near did everything he could to throw that game yesterday. He did it against San Francisco, and he tried to do it again yesterday. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, this dude. Yeah. But in that being said, <laughs> I ain't finished. And that being said, and I said this last night, Browns need to go look for another quarterback. Well, and there you have it. <laughs> PJ, I appreciate you. Your services have been good and everything. And they might have to put Deshaun on the IL. So mm. yeah, PJ cool. could be the backup and Dorian to be the three or whoever. Maybe they'll try for Brissett. If I see DTR on the field taking snaps with the Cleveland Browns again, I'm going to rake leaves outside, even if even if it's there are Ed, none left. Yeah, think about this, though. Hold <laughs> You'll on, find hold a chore on. to do. Yeah, hold on, Ed, think about this. He can't be much worse. Well, we I, I know that, Keith, but, <laughs> but if he's any semblance of what he was, 
I, I can't. I can't. But think it. about it. You can't grade him on that. He went against the Ravens. I, I'm not mad at him. That's I, I that's, just, I, that's my just like, <laughs> check like out my eyes can't take it. And that's like throwing him up against Belichick. He was a moth to a flame. I've wasted too many Sundays watching bad football. All you all you seen was that moth like oh, <laughs> oh I'm burning, burning. And the and Ravens are just pouncing. And next week's We Like Sports, we're actually going to have a moth and a flame. We're going to do it real. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we're, we're doing this shit live. We're doing it, we're doing it live. But, but I, wanna... I honestly think if Kevin can get that dude ready to play for a whole week of practice, game plan whatsoever, get that boy in the classroom, get that boy in the film study, I think he would do a lot better. I don't know if you'll start him against Seattle, but I know he could be effective against Arizona. Okay, fair enough. I, I hope that's not the case, but okay. But, but, but Carson Wentz, pick up the phone. Okay, can we pick up the damn phone? Somebody pick up the damn um, phone. Shit. Um, Washington, yeah. Washington. Dangerous game, friends. Yeah, hey, as, you know, as, you, as you know, as you know. But hey, we only need halfway quarterback play for real, for real. Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting about a fourth of it right now. but <laughs> That's fair. The thing about Carson is he'll have that one or two of those games where you're like, okay, he could do this. And then he'll try to expend a, extend a play stupidly and throw his way out of a sack and put not, it right not, in the defensive see, tackle's not, belly, and it'll be a pick six. And you're like, oh, get out of here. Now see, All you had to do was take the sack. Now, see, now I know Kevin will yield that heavy hand now like he did to Deshaun. Get your ass back on the sideline with me. There you go. <laughs> well, there you go. You're making me look bad. <laughs> it ain't going to end well if I keep you out there. Well, so, and Carson, get your ass back up. DTR, get strapped and get ready. <laughs> okay, so we've mentioned DTR, Carson Wentz. And, you know, I think it's a good time to, to end the show. Oh, Jacoby Gossett. No, no, we're not doing We're not doing that. We're not doing Mr. Four and Seven. Look, Hell. Hell, I'll take Andy Dalton for real. For oh my, real. Okay, this this is where the show has gone off the rails right now. Think about who would you rather have, Andy Dalton or PJ Walker? Mm. Andy Dalton. Yeah. Yep. And that's why we have to end it, Keith. Jeez. Okay. I that, rest my, no, I don't rest my case yet. I got one more. Okay, one more. Jameis Winston. I'll take Jay, famous Jameis. Okay, I rest my case. Okay, fair enough. You now make, that you he know knows what? he loves playing football and doesn't just love football, I think he yes. might be the guy. Yeah, yes, funny. and he can get the ball downfield. And he loves crab legs. Um, that's <laughs> cool. Get him all the crab legs he won't. Yeah, free of charge. Just go to exactly. Okay. Yeah, well, cool. Kev, you have been an awesome guest, Kev. I, I cannot thank you enough for coming out on the We Like Sports show. Plug your stuff. Like I said, yeah, we'll have Kev, you on again. It's been great. On, you know man. what I'm saying? So, yeah, anytime, you know what, jump on. It's it's, it's all good. So, um, yeah, so just plug your stuff and tell us, everybody, where, where, where to find you at. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Ed, Keith, thank you guys so much for having me on. This has been a blast. Uh, yeah, let me know if you ever want me back on again. Happy to stop by. This was a really good time. Um, you can find me, as I mentioned, Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern on Bite Size Sports. Uh, we use StreamYard, so it's either Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, wherever you want to find us. We'll be there. Uh, look for you in the comments. If you got a question for us, fire away. Uh, other than that, you can find me most Saturday nights on pay-per-view for Carnage Media pay-per-view. I also, we actually do a Monday night podcast here in about an hour. So at 8 oh. p.m., we'll be interviewing our uh, our main event for Saturday night's fight. So that, that I'm very, very much looking forward to that. But other than that, just follow me on Twitter. I, I, I got a lot of, 
got a lot of stuff going on. So I try to tweet about it as often as I can. But uh, I, nice. again, I thank you guys so much for having me. This is a blast. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome, my dude. Ke- uh, Keith, Keith, your final parting shots right here. And don't mention any more quarterbacks. I can't take it. I can't take it. <laughs> I'm not going to mention no more quarterbacks. I'm done. The Browns won. Yes. A win is a Victory win. Monday. But what Sorry, I am going to say, what I am going to say, and, you know, this going to have Ed jumping off, off the thing. 2025, you will see Tito in pinstripes. Oh, he said, you said this yesterday. I thought about it. No. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? It does for him if he wants to win. That's what I'm saying. See, not 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 see that. Now you're with me. Now. I get it, but I, I can see. With me. Check out what the hell is Aaron Boone done for the Yankees? The Yankees don't have more talent than everybody. Nothing, nothing. He'd have got us past Tito. Would have got us past the Astros at least once or twice. That's true. That is true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> at least once or twice. Yeah. And the Thank management you. quit on Tito <laughs> any goddamn way. So he don't know Cleveland shit. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he don't. I'm dead serious. He don't. Anything else you'd like to get off your chest before Mad Mondays? Um, also, I got Philadelphia winning um, game seven. Okay. Okay. Or game six, whether. Game, game, okay. game six. So Thank it's going to be Philadelphia and the assholes in the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, like I said, I'm taking the Rangers. I do think uh, uh, I'm taking Philly. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And uh, that's why you shouldn't bet or at least listen to me before you bet. Um so, so with that, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank our special guest, Kev, uh, for coming on. And I want to thank everybody. for You know what? We like sports, and, and we hope you have this next week. You enjoy your teams and your sports or whatever you do, and you come back next Monday at 530 and, and, and take, it, take us in with these fun shenanigans that we like to spew out and have some fun. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in to another rousing oh, edition yeah. of the We Like Sports Show. Yes, I got please. one more thing. Yes, My mom will be home tomorrow. Oh, that's great news. Great news. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Always, Thank good. You. Always good to hear. And with that note, well, I, I can't end it any better than that. So welcome home, Keith's mom. And we will see you next Monday at 530. Peace. Peace. Deuces. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Tito going to say. <laughs> <laughs>